Welcome to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. This is Chelsea, and I want you to create a happy family. I use my background in Western and Eastern medicine, birth, and ancient yogic practices to help the modern mother learn how to live a healthier life and create conscious children. This is your guide to fertility, conception, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and the early childhood years. Are you ready to live the life of your dreams? This is Mystical Motherhood's episode number 28. I have an amazing guest from Hungary today named Agni, and she is a mother who went through the process of awakening after her beautiful daughter was born. She shares her story of how she communicated through images with this daughter in her belly. And then after she was born, all the amazing gifts that the child brought her, such as wealth and prosperity and groundedness, and also the capability of looking at all her belief systems in her life and changing her genetic line and also her level of spirituality and understanding of the world around her. Read the bio for more info information of how to find Agnes and uh, keep listening, leave a message, write into mysticalmotherhood.com with any questions or concerns. Thanks for joining. Motherhood, like personally for me, has been a very, very interesting journey and I still feel that I don't have all the answers to this. So I'm looking for like sources to understand a little bit more because I think there is this uh, there is this really big paradigm shift around motherhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now, I think like the normal, like in Hungary, let's say, the normal way of preparing for um um, for conceiving and, uh, you know, giving birth and stuff like this is what obviously the medical way is very much supported. Yeah. Which I don't find um, connected to. And, um, yeah, so so I'm looking for sources, basically. Yeah, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Have you read the Mystical Motherhood book? It's coming to me. It's going to be arriving today. Oh, so. good. Yeah, you'll like it. So. Mm-hmm. What I did in that book, and my next book is different, is I, and you'll read it and you can always write me with any questions or anything. Mm-hmm. So everything you think, feel, and your environment and you eat programs mm-hmm. the baby within this belly. So are you going to have another baby soon? Are you planning on it? Um, not right now. Not right now, but you can tell other women in your group mm-hmm. and then it also, you can understand, I mean, it's, it's. So our genes are programmed in that certain way. So Mm. I think we kind of look at motherhood now as we, all of us, we get on birth control and then we're on birth control for so long. And then all of a sudden we want to have a baby. And so this is typical, right? We drop off birth control and then we're like, now I'm going to get pregnant. But we Mm. really didn't look at the the mental, the spiritual, the physical attributes of Mm. what it really takes to be a mother. So Mm -hmm. either the awakening which might have happened with you, the awakening process can happen when you're in motherhood or it can happen before motherhood. And so what I'm hoping what mystical motherhood would do is that it, it almost happens. It's going to happen somehow when you have a child in some shape Mm -hmm. or form, as we all know. 
And, and each right. of these children that are coming in are actually way different than us. And they're going to have these higher energies. And in That's order to right. hold them within us, and in order to mm-hmm. be a vessel for that type of energy to come down to the planet, we need to clean right. And so mystical motherhood is about cleaning all the parts of us from the most basic mm-hmm. stuff to like the really high spiritual things so that we can hold these type of children. Right. And I wish I could have done that. I would had done that before my baby. I didn't, but it's like I found that I'm doing this kind of work through motherhood. So I find that it's also possible to clean all the beliefs and everything after giving birth. So what yes. of much harder right now, but I do find it fascinating how it works. Yeah, because you're you're knowing as a mother that you're going to program the subconscious of the child. So the subconscious mm-hmm. of the child, up until the age of seven, really, and kind of until right. eleven, and you'll read more about this. It's mm-hmm. um, you're it's like a movie. So everything that the child is seeing, it's not good or bad. It's just a movie theater. And so it goes down into the subconscious. And then later Mm. in life, it's the programming for the child's whole life. And so what Mm -hmm. what a lot of women around the earth are doing, and they're looking for resources of why, why am I doing this, is that it's changing on the planet and it's time and the women are changing. Mm. And so what we're doing is we're actually changing our genetic line without even knowing why or how we're doing it. But it's kind of like, I think what's occurring is all of us are saying no more. Mm. It ends with me. It ends, you know, this genetic, you know, this, these belief systems, these negative experiences ends with this generation and my gener. this next, my children won't have this. And it's kind of a cut off from the previous families. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's what's happened to you? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So tell me about your story. Um, well, um, I would start from somewhere. I was, um, I was 29 when I got pregnant. And it was the last time when I was together with my partner. And we decided to break up after this lovemaking. And obviously, I didn't know that I was carrying her already. So, like, after two weeks, I called him up saying, like, look, we have a surprise from the universe, you know. So that's how how I conceived Boro. Her name is Boroka, my daughter. And I felt like the universe is calling us for the last tango, let's say, because it, it was such a strong experience that I was parting from someone. I knew that we are not meant for each other. But um, but then still, I, 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 I was carrying his baby. So I was there thinking that, you know, he's not an ideal father, let's say, or he's not an ideal person to be with. But I, I, was, at a, as a, I was at a point where I could decide if I'm taking this, I really felt it's a gift from the universe. And I could really connect to her soul already. I knew I was carrying a bo- uh, a girl. I knew, well, I, I could just connect to her soul right away. So, like, abortion was out of question because I felt, I felt blessed, you know, by carrying a baby. So, um, so, so we kind of tried to work it out with the father to be together. But, of course, it didn't work out and it never did after all. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we decided to, to have this baby and to be the, 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 the parents for this baby. So 
So it was a very, and the interesting thing was that, um, that I wasn't connected to my body at all. You know, I wasn't aware of my ovulation. I was really, I was working very hard at, at, um, at a culture center. Mm-hmm. So I was in this very young energy of working, putting everything together, organizing. So I wasn't connected to my feminine side. I wasn't even looking at my psyche, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think it all happened. I know that it all happened for a reason because on the other side, um, so I wasn't connected to my body, and um, but on the other side, I knew that one of my life purpose is to to clean my history and to clean the history of my family, and um, to heal my wounds. You know, to heal my. Uh, um, uh, the parts which which are not um, healed yet. So I knew that that was my life purpose, and I wasn't in. The, I wasn't going into that direction, okay? Because I was. I was. I was doing my. I was making a career, so I wasn't going into that di- into that direction of healing myself. But I think, and I know that my higher self said, "Okay, this is your time, you know, to get back on your track." And heal yourself and then heal others because I know that this is my life path. Mm-hmm. So I that's why I was so so right now my, my daughter is three. So I did a lot of um, obviously meditations and healing techniques of why this this um you know this pregnancy happened to me in this way. And what was this call from the universe? And right now I know that, you know, it, it just put me on my track, but it was like a highway track, okay? It's not like before having a baby, you have years or months. It was or, a fast track, right? That was a very fast. So this isn't yeah, uncommon. So this is, it's like what's happening on the planet is like the energy, and I'm not trying to be crazy, you know, the energy is stronger. Things are moving faster. We're in a new Absolutely. age now. And so there's no more time anymore. I mean, there's time, is, there's no such thing as time, first off. So you could, right. you know, it, we could be an awakened world in a split mm. second, if we all decided in that moment, it's time to awaken. And yeah. so mystical motherhood is all about women awakening through their journey mm. and clearing their lines, really. And you're doing that. So that's really beautiful. Mm. So it sounds like it, the energy of your child, she's got like an angelic energy. She has, absolutely. Yeah, she's very mm. soft. And... So she she helped you bring the feminine in. So each and you'll find out in the when the you read the book Mystical Motherhood is mm-hmm. each child has its own gift. So some yeah. children like maybe will bring money. Some children will bring you know what or abundance or the femininity. But that's one gift mm-hmm. the child brought. Did you find that it actually kind of clicked in around four months? Out of curiosity, when did that really feel like you got to know the baby when you're pregnant? Um. I started to have like I um, um there is this guy a psychologist who invented the method of talking to your babies through visual, visual visualization. What's his name? Can you send me that? Um yeah, I can. I don't remember his name right now. What's what's his name? I can I can I send you this info later on? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um so I ended up um Doing this visualization trip with um, with his um, with his wife, who was a mother of three at that time. So what happened was that we we went, and I think I was three months pregnant by that time. 
So we started to to discover this baby who was inside of me, and I started to talk to her, and we started to to send like pictures to each other and sensations, and and um, she opened up beautiful beautiful word, and partly I really wanted to to connect to her because just to prepare her for what's com- what's coming because obviously it was all it was a very rough time you know I didn't have enough money I didn't have a partner my family my family lives far away so I so I wanted to prepare her and the thing was that that she had such a strong and pure energy and she was so sure of what what was going to happen and she was she I my aim was to support her and it turned out the other way around that she was actually supporting me from saying that it's all okay she she is prepared she's like um she used to send me pictures of beautiful lakes beautiful forest and she would she would send me pictures of of she's she's a great hiker i can tell you that she's like three and she can climb up on any mountain and she would she would send me pictures literally that she would climb like two like she's like um it's like i would see her like she's three years old and she's like climbing up a two thousand meters high um mountain so she was like sending me pictures of of of, of herself and um and she actually chose her name because her name is Boroka, which is like a pine tree. So, she, so I saw this. I saw this very interesting picture of she's jumping on pine trees with a big red hat. With a big red hat. Yeah. Almost like a kind of dwarf, let's say. So, yeah. and she's very much a nature girl. She's like almost a nymph. I would say I would see her as a nymph. So she's like, you know. Um, very often you can't put shoes on her. She's on like her. angelic or she's got a um, fairy energy. That's what I saw, like a little like tingling, like that kind of energy. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And she walks barefoot all the time. So even in the city, you know, it's hot. And um, we live in Budapest. It's like the capital of, of Hungary. So, But she doesn't want to wear shoes, you know. She wants to walk barefoot all the time. So she's very... Um, she's a very determined child, let's say. She she knows what she wants. And um, I had a very another very interesting um, um, experience um, that with my mother. She's a gardener, okay. She's a very grounded lady. She she has this touch to earth. She's working with plants, so she's a very she's not a she's not exactly a spiritual person, let's say. And she had. On the very same day I was conceived, Boro, she had um, she had this huge um, she had this vision that a baby was coming to her family like a meteor. Okay, so she had this vision that this baby is coming to our family, not just to me, but like for this extended family. And then she tried to talk to her. She tried to ask her, like, are you? Do you think that is the good time? Because obviously she knew you know, our relationship with the father and everything. And um, she started to talk to her, like, you know, question a little bit. Is it, the, is it a, the right time? And are you ready? And I don't know, stuff like this. And she wouldn't listen. She said, it's all right, grandma. And then she just, she came down as a meteor, you know. Mm-hmm. So we all, like my whole family started to have this, um, I would say that these are awakened experiences, you know. Yes. Because so. these are the kind of kids that are coming through, and you have mm-hmm. one, and so I have to I have to commend you because you giving the visualizations and talking about the baby giving visualizations back is quite mm. an awakened experience. That's mm. not common. I mean, you know that that's common for you, but from mm. the work I do and the people I work with, and even where my consciousness was when I was having my babies, like 
your consciousness was like she came in and obviously upgraded you does that feel true Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely right and so the kids are doing Mm -hmm. that and so either we can like and then I bet you did you I mean I bet you when she came did did you have any help did it get a little bit easier or a little was it super hard after she was born or did you end up getting some money and getting a little I did I did yeah there is another story but I did it just worked out right because she Mm. set it up like that and so she Mm. helped you And, and and so what if you're listening out there you can ask these you can ask the divine for help and you can ask mm. these children for help and if they want to come through us so bad and they want to get down you need to say okay look i need you to get me an apartment i want mm-hmm. you know if you if somebody wants to come through me i need the partner that you know like right. if you were to have another child bring me the man that's going to be your father mm-hmm. that we're going to mm-hmm. do this together i'm not going to do this alone mm. you need to start to ask like and you can tell your that's friends this and your group is we can ask them Mm. what we need in order to make it work on the earth plane. And it's, I mean, I've heard stories. One woman was, a baby wanted to come through and she Mm. felt the baby. I mean, we all, I mean, I don't know if for you, at least I have, I know a baby's trying to come through (laughs) and, and, you know, I'm like, not right now. It's not time right now. This, you know, it's not, it's Mm. not time right now, but you may have had that at some point and you'll have friends. Is it, Mm -hmm. you can communicate with them and say what you need. So there's a story baby wanted to come through and and she said okay I need this much money mm-hmm. I, need to, I need to pay this bill I need to get this and can you do that and then out of nowhere she had $18,000 transferred mm-hmm. to her account and wow. it was and she, and and they said cuz they didn't she didn't say how to give them the money right she says I need mm-hmm. this much money and so she yeah. looked at her account something like somewhere between 18 and 45,000 something crazy to pay to to get this home and it was just in her account and the and the Wells Fargo or like some big bank had made a mistake and transferred mm. the money and then they had to transfer it back but she had to go back to the baby and say no not like that like i need you to bring the money but like in a way that it's like on the earth plane does that mm. make sense like just mm-hmm. miracles will happen yeah and like that's a miracle that she's sending you visions and you knew to call her by that name and yeah it's really magical. what yeah, and I had this. I had a mortgage on my flat. I yeah. had a small flat, and then, uh, well, out of nowhere, this NGO turned up and saying that they would like to support the families, so they paid the, you know, the left the the mortgage of That's my. That's a miracle. That's it a, is absolutely. So it is a miracle. Or you had you had a mortgage, and then the baby came, or were you still pregnant? Um, I think it happened after I gave birth, but yeah, I mean, I already lived in the apartment, so it was all okay. But of course, we had to pay the mortgage in in within a couple of years. Yeah, I think like six years or something. And yeah, the NGO paid. That's a miracle. Mm, It is. Anything else happened that was like that? Um, Yeah, um, with her father, um, he was in jail for some time. Uh Between when he was one and between he was she was one and two, and um, and what happened was first of all, I worked a lot with my um, my connection with you know with males like with um, with masculinity let's say. Yeah. Um, so at the end um, he got out and um, I think she was she was around two yeah when he got out. And he has this beautiful land, 70 hectares, okay, like like a beautiful organic land. And um, 
and he didn't know what what his profession was really because he was into raising cows before he did he did a little bit he did um, organic farming organic um, producing milk organic milk and stuff like this but then he wanted he wasn't sure if what he wanted to do so slowly slowly he shifted um, to um, honey making so he has this beautiful field and he's um, he's producing bio biodynamic um, honey, which is an which is an amazing thing. So, and I'm sure like Bodo being out here and needing him and um, and also kind of rising him and rising. Um, so I'm sure I can I can't tell you how, but she was part of this and she was part of him ground, you know, making him grounded and finding his profession and actually producing money because he pays his childcare in honey, which is quite valuable. You know, it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful product. So it's a beautiful product and it's almost like mm-hmm. gold. You it know, is. it's such a, that's such an alchemical thing for mm. the, I mean, we, one day, if you ever want to, we could do a reading on the child, but like, that's very alchemical, like honey. It, I mean, there's so many poems. You should really look up like the meaning of honey and why that would, of all the things, you know, yeah. that, um, of all and in Hungary, yeah, honey, it's an interesting way that he did that, mm. that she was a part of. Absolutely. And I mean, in- all of the things that are coming up through me is like the land of milk and honey, like Egypt, um, mm-hmm. alchemy, all these ancient ways and what all the different things honey is used for to heal the planet. Absolutely. And it's a really cool, like, that's a really, that's, I mean, this is a great story. It's beautiful. What about it's- you? So what about some of the belief systems that you have? I mean, for me, I emptied myself. I had, I had, before I had my babies, I had a massive Kundalini opening Mm. because I went through this huge spiritual thing. And then I got, it was, I was fried and I didn't Mm. know what was going on, but I knew that I had to change my life. And then I got one pregnancy after the next. And with my one baby, I worked on myself spiritually probably every week or twice a week while Mm. pregnant, kind of Mm -hmm. emptying out my belief systems of, I'm not worthy to, you know, it's okay to be Mm-mm. abused. The masculine can be mean to me. You know, like all of our things. Right, One right. chakra after the other. It was a two-year process. Mm-mm. And then the next child, I was a lot clearer. And she had a different type of energy than the first. Mm-mm. But how did you work on yourself like that? Yeah. Um, one thing is that in Hungarian, in our language, womb and... and um, and honey, no, womb and, and bees are the is the same is the same word. So we say meh and meh. So we say, when we refer to the womb, yeah. it's bee in Hungarian. So there is this this connection. There is this etymology. Well, bee is actually also the symbol of the priestess of the mm. priestess line. That's right. So you That's may right. want to look at like. So I know that one of my daughters is a Hathor. I know she is, and so that's mm. you know. From a serious start, I mean, go really into the spirituality of that. But once you become more awakened, you'll find where these children are coming from. And a mm. lot of them have never even incarnated on this planet. Mm. And so the going back to speaking with them is like in the book, Mystical Motherhood, I talk about like you have to speak to this child as if it's never been here. As if mm. it's like, I mean, the way that somebody explained it to me is like, this is a dishwasher. And you put a dish in it. We use dishes, you know, and we put our food on it because here we eat food. 
and then you put it in your mouth and you put it in the dishwasher. But you're telling the child and programming the child in the stomach that this is what it's like on planet Earth. Because if you're going to be the type of woman that can carry these really high souls, we have to come to some understanding that they have maybe never been incarnated (laughs) in a body and they're still in this light body. So mm. they're not as shocked when they meet Uncle Joe that's, like, yelling right. and smoking cigarettes. You're like, no, 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 that's Uncle Joe. Remember, right. I told you about him. So the, <laughs> right. the, the visual and the, and the thoughts are really important, and especially back to the belief systems of, <laughs> like, if you're, if you're feeling fat your whole pregnancy, it's a guarantee you're programming your child to have that same thought form. Mm-hmm. And you all can't help it. You gain, you know, 50 pounds or whatever. It's you, it's hard. And so we all have women. I mean, do you agree with your, do you guys ever talk about this in your group or did you have any experiences like that? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I did. Well, first of all, I wanted to give birth at home. Yeah. So I kind of talked to her, and I my apartment was on the on the third floor, right, with really high ceiling and with lots of stairs, every which I had to do every single day, and I had to you know carry stuff and stuff like this. So, I obviously I talked to her that please help me not to gain so much weight, but it was good <laughs> to be. Yeah, I did. I did. Tell, I did ask her to help in this, you know. So I am. So I would be able to go on, you know, to go up on the stairs every single day and also to maintain my vitality and to be able to give birth at home, to be, to have a very strong core and a strong foundation. So obviously I did yoga almost, I had like my, my routine every single day. You have to train to give birth at home. Everyone, you know, you can't just roll in and be like, I'm going to give birth now. No, it's like a marathon. Yes. Yes. A marathon. It's, 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 so we what so what we did we used to like the first couple of months after the third month obviously because I was like really sick in the first three months but we would we would climb mountains together so I would and um, so I, I I trained um, physically to be able to give birth at home and when I was six months old pregnant there was this um, very big festival for New Year's Eve it was a retreat. And we did walk on the fire, you know, with the with, on the on the ashes of the fire, and and she's like she's she was she's also a fire type of child, so she was. I was asking her like, okay, do you want to go through the fire? Do you want to walk through? You know, can we do this together? And she said she was like jumping in my in my stomach, and she was like, so okay, let's go for it, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, she was amazing. She really was amazing. So what happened was that. Because we prepared consciously for giving birth at home, and I asked her to help and you know to be to be safe and everything. And my mother, since she's a farmer, she was um, like um, she she was she was supposed to be born at the end of March. I knew exactly the day when she was conceived, okay? And my mother was really busy. I was waiting for my mother, obviously, to help me around with the baby. And she was she couldn't come on time, okay? So the baby, Bodo, was waiting for her to arrive and to kind of make a nest together so we could, you know, we needed some time with my mother to get used to each other and to be able to, well, it's 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 a teamwork, okay, to have to raise a family and... Um, so she waited another two weeks before she came out. So we obvious, 
obviously we needed this time to settle in, to prepare everything, the last touches and... Um, and I remember I was called by the hospital, okay, every single day, you know, looking at the heartbeat and everything. And they were kind of threatening me already. It's a big topic in Hungary, this home birth thing. You, I don't know, you might have heard of some cases um, of Gerib, Agnes Gerib, who was conceived, who was in, um, she was, um, sorry, she was in jail for a couple of years. No, because tell me um, after you finish the story. I want to hear that right, story. Right, yeah. right. Okay. So... Uh, so what happened was that I, I was literally going to the hospital and I was threatening, okay, you need to stay here. You are, you are, um, you know, your child is in danger. Um, and I knew she was perfectly okay. And she was, and I gave birth um, after two, two and a half weeks of my due, you know. So it was like, in, in from the medical perspective, of course she was in danger. But I knew that she's perfectly okay, all right. And she had all the tests done beautifully and I talked to her that okay we are going to the hospital we don't want to give birth here we want to be give birth at home too so please try to make up some good results and you know she did so yeah so so um, I had this really so we were a team from the beginning of um doing this together that's beautiful and then how has it been since she came other than like you know miracle that your mortgage was paid off that like never I've never heard that's a good story that's a really mm. like that's a great story I want like has there any been anything else has she that you've kind of seen about her that is different or that you've had to manage differently because my kids came in with a ton of activity and so they have they have more activity and more movement they walked really quickly they talked really fast um and so it's been a lot for me to be like okay how do I handle them? You know, I need to write a whole other book on that and will, but like, how have you handled her and what do you do to not like, for me, it's always like, how do I not react? My old way of reacting is like, cause there's, there's so much going on with, I have like almost kind of twins, but they came separately. Um, mm. I mean, what have you, how have you changed by having her around? Well, first of all, um, Going back to the belief systems, as you know, obviously when you give birth, the the child is going through your your root chakra, chakra. So, so these these were activated, these were activated, and also my breast. So you know, obviously my heart chakra. So I found myself with this um, that all my chakras were kind of open, and obviously when you when you conceive, you know, your your um, so you're like a channel. Also, when you give birth. And a chalice, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what happened to me was that 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 all my like all my chakras were like really clean, well, like open. I wouldn't say that they were clean because they were full of stuff. Okay. So what happened was that um, that um, I remember telling her when she, when we had a difficult time, she would just cry or not to sleep or whatsoever. So I, I remember I would just tell to my like three weeks old child that, look, you know, I'm a channel, I have things coming to me and can you just be a little patient with me? Just give me five minutes so I can kind of put myself together, you know, um, balance my chakras and balance my channel because, uh, be, do you know what I mean? So it was like an extraordinary experience of oh, me. Oh, I know what you mean. Mm, awakening <laughs> and also needing time for myself to put myself together because obviously my inner child was very active, you know? 
Yeah, and especially if you don't heal it before. So, like, are you, are you talking, my one question is, is this right after birth? Are you talking about when you're so sensitive and so open? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. and so, so anyone who's listening who's had a child or is planning on having a child, that's why the 40 days postpartum, the yogis say, stay in the home. <laughs> And mm-hmm. don't go out. I mean, like, I yeah, did exactly. little walks. Yeah. And I didn't know that on my first baby. And on my second baby, mm-hmm. it made all of the difference. Because mm-hmm. not only is the sensory system and the nervous system of the child not fully intact, but, like, right. you're fully open. And some women can't feel Absolutely. it. I don't know how. I've asked them, like, are you sensitive? And they're like, no. But, like, maybe they've already cut their body off. But you're saying mm-hmm. you got more connected to your body through this baby. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. so, for me, it felt like my... I had no protection around me. Like anybody who would come in the room, I could feel, and I already feel them, but it was right. double, it. Per, you know, That's everything. It. And so Absolutely. it's like you mm-hmm. have to go into a little cave and the two of you need to be connected and mm-hmm. just get to know one another and, and don't listen to anybody else who tells you anything different <laughs> because exactly. it's real, right? Absolutely. So I had a list of friends who would come and visit me and bring me food every single day. Yeah. I organized it like that. My mother was there for two weeks, so that was good. But then other family family members, my brother and the father would appear sometimes. But I had like a strong group, group of friends who would come and cook for me, you know, like really good food, vegetarian, mostly vegan food. Um, so, yeah, so you really need a support support group around you. Yeah. And then, so the belief systems, how have you began to heal them since she was born? Mm. So, yeah, going back to this priestess thing. So I was drawn to this priestess school when Bodo was one and a half years old. So because obviously um, becoming a mother is like um, a rite of passage. That's what you say in English, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a kind of initiation. And I felt very much... um, interested in rituals like because mine wasn't wasn't so so originally I'm, I'm an anthropologist so I'm like really interested in rituals and I found out that although I spent like years of reading about African tribes you know how they do things about their own rituals and stuff like this and I and here I am 30 finding myself not having rituals for myself or for my kid or for my motherhood or for my femininity. So I found out that there was this really big lack of um, of me being able to celebrate myself, to celebrate my body that I gave birth, to celebrate my femininity, you know, my the, the way I nurture, the way I the way I um I am on earth. So so I got interested in this um, and of course I needed to to uh, to heal my my uh, my belief systems. So, so I went to this priestess school and I did like a nine month training. It was a, it was womb healing and, you know, initiation rituals when, when you start first start menstruation, menstruating and your first, before your first lovemaking or before you become a mother or before you become a grandmother, you know, these kind of initiations, which help you to, to step on that level, because obviously, you know, womanhood is about rising up. That's so, 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 so clear. Um, in Hungarian, woman means growing. That's what in, in Hungarian, in our language, when you are a woman, you grow. That's what it means. So, um, so I did this school and um, I had, um, I had a special, 
special healer. She's using theta technique. I don't know if you've heard of heard of I have, that. But I, I'm not familiar with it. But I. Mm. So I think it's similar to your work because um, it's just basically cleaning and letting go of all all belief systems like my fear of masculinity, my. Uh, my, I found out that I I found out that I I uh, my I had an abuse story in my family like a sexual abuse under so three years. in the genetic history. That's so important. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I found, oh yeah. And the other thing is, so so I had this very so I had this priestess school and I had my personal um, healer. And every single time I did a healing or whatever, I go home to my child and she, her eyes, the change in her eyes, you know, she looks brighter. She doesn't have this cloud in her eyes. Like literally, I would see the change physically on in her. her. In That's her. cool. There it's you like go. so amazing. Even her movement, because, you know, she was obviously, she was one and a half, okay? Yeah. So she was in this process of, of growing every single day. So. Yeah. I would just see like her movements become clearer and and more grounded. So it was a you know she's like she was like a material of of growing of. I can't explain it to you. Do you know what I mean? It's I like do she know was, what you mean. You don't. Yeah. Know right so this change, this change in her, it's like it was hilarious. You're changing so. the environment, and and you know in the book you'll yeah. see a lot of. Have you ever done Kundalini yoga before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. So mm-hmm. I, I use a lot of, because it's fast. I like it because it's fast and it's easy. Mm. And you only need like 11 minutes and it works, right? Um, so in the book, there's a lot of kundalini yoga. So if you have any friends that like want to clear that stuff, kundalini mm. works really quick and it's really effective in the pregnancy. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. but I love this womb work. Have you read the book Sophia Code? Sophia Code, the Sophia Code. Have you read that? Sorry, I didn't hear you. Oh, that was on. Have you read the book the, called The Sophia Code? No, I have it on my list. Yeah, write, read that now. Don't skip mm-hmm. all other books, okay? Okay. That book will change your life. Mm. Yeah, it'll help to, to integrate all the priestess lineages down in through you that are trying to come mm. through you. Oh, great. Yeah, Amazing. I really like that. Hmm. I remember going to visit the priestess school for the first time. I took her with me to kind of show her where I'm going to be the next next year. And obviously I was missing for the whole weekend, so I had to prepare her. I remember her going into the right, you know, right to the sacred table of the of special initiation oils and special like, you know, objects. And she would just I remember her picking up the right oil and holding it and putting it to the right place. So you know it's obviously she, she has knew. this knowledge. So that yeah, was she knew totally. So it was I mean that's not an accident. We just talked about the honeybee. So the honeybee again, yeah, you can Google that. The honeybee is a representation of the priestess. So you'll often have a honeybee land on you. Like they're always around me and when I work and I didn't understand it until I was like, why are these honeybees everywhere? And then mm. finally I was like, oh, it's the priestess work. And that's right. the symbol of, because it's the mm. queen bee. So if you if you know what the queen bee does, it the queen bee, yep. I mean, and even with genetics. So the queen, the, this, is, this is in my next book called Fertile that I'm writing. I write about, the, I didn't even realize it as I was writing it, but the queen bee and all the worker bees all are genetically the same. But the queen bee is fed a special food. And, and it's a special jelly. And it becomes 
genetically different than all the other bees and lives for 20 mm. years and is able to maintain the entire beehive. But it, it looks like the queen would like not be working hard, but the queen's working harder than all the other bees. Really. Mm, right. And, and, you know, producing and, and constantly giving. And it's like, that's the energy of the priestess. Mm, that's and so right. The honeybee thing is really cool. Really cool. It is. And then you going into that priestess lineage to clear this male mm. line that's amazing. That's so many miracles, and she just came. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. amazing. Mm. Yeah. So read the Sophia code, and you'll things will start to to shift for you. Amazing. Thank you for the hint. Mm. Yeah. I was immediately when you started talking about priests. It's a really good book, and then you you'll start to understand, and then and then the Magdalene would want to come through. I don't know if you know about the Magdalene energy, but you know there's the yeah. Rose energy that mm. you can do some research on and every woman if it's a it's like you'll be called it will you cannot stop it when you want to learn no. about the rose line and you want to learn about mm. the priestess energy and it'll come in different forms and then and then as the initiation start to happen on the outside it it most likely also becomes an initiation process on the inside so that the world your inside is a reflection of your outside so that they actually are really testing you on ground on the earth to help mm -hmm. you be able to become strong enough to test other women or to help them that, grow. Okay. Oh, I already feel this. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll start to have, I mean, it's like the awakening processes is like coincidence. I mean, it starts out with coincidences and symbols mm. and music and that's sound true. and you're like why mm. you know and then why is this happening and why is this happening and you just mm. and you can turn it up or you can turn it down so it's the eighth chakra which is like a um i'm just telling mm -hmm. you this because it seems like you need to hear it um it's like a you can turn it up a little bit and you can turn it down like a dripping faucet like the universe is sort of like do you mm -hmm. want a couple of drips or do you want to put downpour yeah i'm struggling with this right now thank so you for what's saying your question around it well, I've got this super sensitive, super sensitive, um, like I'm, I'm in the shop, okay? Or I'm, I'm learning to drive now. And I find myself communicating with the earth and kind of I, I just had this vision like a week ago, okay? I'm, I'm trying to, to I'm, I'm learning to drive. And I have this vision coming from Gaia, from Mother Earth, of this, um, of this path of um, of rose quartz, rose quartz is it is it rose quartz in English? Because I'm also trying to set up groups, so I have all this information coming to me for this healing for other women, and I literally had to stop the car and say to to my teacher, listen, I need like ten minutes to get into this vision and um, and uh, digest it or kind of store it somewhere to pick it up later. But the thing is that I find myself that this channel is very open and I can't really bear the city. So it's too noisy for me. It's too dirty. It's like I see everyone, obviously, you know, all the energy kind of, I, I, I you know, I see and I, I rather feel than see them. So your city life is too harsh for me right now and too, oh, let's that's say. That's also a belief system. So you can right. also, mm. or did I interrupt you? I'm sorry, keep going. No, it's just, it's just, I don't know how to cope with, like, I'm super sensitive. I literally, like, hear and see everything, and I find it hard to keep my center. I do breathing, and I use essential oils. Essential oils are great for me and stuff like this, but it's like, it's just too much, you know, too much information is coming to me. I can't handle it right now. So, yeah, that's my question. So, first off, 
back to belief systems. Mm -hmm. That is a belief system that you're holding that's inaccurate. So, so it's another, so every thought we have is, is, is you have to ask as each thought comes through, is this true? Uh, right. Yeah. And then you'll say, well, and then your mind will say uh, maybe a hundred things to prove it's true. And then you have to ask again, is this really true? And right. This is, uh, mm-hmm. Katie Byron's work. And you can write right. it down. Katie okay. Byron. Okay. Yeah, know her. Uh-huh. And, and, and in that, is it true? Well, it could be, but it also could not be, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you have all, like, essential oil and all that stuff is really, really great, but it doesn't get to the nitty-gritty of your mind mm-hmm. and your belief right. systems. And so, mm-hmm. like, I, I, back to kundalini yoga, I, I, I use that and I give that to people because it makes your nervous system strong enough to be able to live in a city and be a god. It's even in, in my next book, Fertile, I talk about how do we bring this high-fertility, abundance, feminine into New York City? And how do we handle hey, that type of energy all. and still be the feminine there? And that's what we all have to learn how to do because Absolutely. the world we're it, it, constantly going to be bombarded. Like it's going to be like this now for much more intensely. Social mm-hmm. media, internet, um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we can't all go live in the woods. So there's specific meditation. There's one you need to write down. It's called the Gion Chakra Meditation. Gyan Yeah, it's called it's G-Y-A-N and then Chakra. And you can right. do a YouTube mm-hmm. video on it and I, and I can email it to you too. But that one's going to help you be able to handle whatever comes around and you won't really care. It's also an abundant meditation. Right. So you'll start to, to do it and it's like at least what it did for me. Everyone has a different experience with these really ancient meditations, but it's... It will be like things don't matter as much. And mm. your mind doesn't get trapped into the, um, oh, that girl's doing that, or this is Oh, right. It's just oh, like, right. oh, and you, mm. because you create a shield around you of abundance. Right, shield, that's what I need. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that one. So it's not about the, it's like the essential oils and all that stuff is really good, but like to get grounded and to get, you have to super, as high as you're going with your energetic field, mm-hmm. you have to go lower in order to put it on the earth. So Uh constantly go down into the earth with the energy Mm -hmm. because we can't bring it down unless we're on the earth. That's right. And you can't be, you can't be effective and you can't be an effective leader unless you've worked through your issues from Mm. the ground up. Cause I see a lot of powerful healers. I've met them. They're my friends. I know a lot of wonderful people out there that are incredibly powerful, but they haven't worked through all of the issues that needs to be done to like become really, really clear. So you have to do that as a leader in this field that you want to, Mm. you know, lead in is to represent, to help and heal other women on the level that you want to do it. You have to clear out the womb. You have to clear out the bottom chakras and you have to move from the bottom up, not from the top Mm -hmm. down. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You know, I often find my, well, first of all, I started gardening because, because gardening is like really, it's really great thing. Mm, Grounding. And I've never, I never really um, taken this power for my family. So what I do is I do this root work and I take what I need. So I kind of pick up um, qualities from my family, which I want to grow. So for example, this gardening, I, t- I decided to take it from my mother and from my father because they are really great in this. 
but without all the struggle, without all the, yeah, you know. Yeah, you're taking the good part of the genes, not the bad part, right? Absolutely. Awesome. So, yeah. I started, so I started this, this, this gardening, and it's like this gardening is creating a community at a place where we are living right now. So we find each other, like all the neighbors are communicating, all the neighbors are watering the plants, especially women. So I created, so I find myself creating communities around me just by, you know, thinking of, of, of maintaining a certain quality so i have this gardening thing and yeah i have honeybees coming to me all the time coming to my garden and coming to the to to the garden to the common garden so so what i what i experience and i often find myself kind of lying down on the ground you know when i need a little bit of grounding i kind of find myself just lying down there okay just to connect to mother earth a little deeper mm-hmm. and and what I also do uh, when we did um, womb healing and kind of cleaning our bottom chakras and belief systems, so what I would do, these are these were retreats, and what I would do, I would just um, literally sleep on, on, on the ground, like outside without any tent, just a little bit of, um, I don't know, usually it happened for the summer, so I only needed like a sleeping bag. So what I would do that I would I would kind of collect everything, you know, all the dirt and all the, you know, kind of black, muddy stuff, this energy, which I want to get rid of or belief systems or whatever. And I would ask um, Mother Earth to kind of soak it in. So I would just sleep on, on, on the ground and kind of in a, in a kind of, an, of, of a meditative, meditative sleep. So I would just kind of wake up in every hour, listen to the birds and, and kind of follow this work. I how love this. You're, you're connecting is, back to fertility. And so, yeah. So what, and Mother Earth is soaking this, 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 this muddy thing out of me. I literally felt You're allowing this, the you know, earth to, to heal you. So, the, so there's exactly. so many things about this. You need to understand why you're doing this. So first mm-hmm. off, you can believe this or not, but the the Christ codes, like Jesus Christ, if you believe that he's from another planet or whatever he was to everybody. I don't care about mm-hmm. Christianity. I'm not religious, but he's like, he carries he carried a consciousness to this planet, which, according to a lot of belief systems, he actually put inside of the earth, in the core of the earth, that grows up through the plants. Mm, that's and so I can relate the, to the Christ. That. They call about Christ consciousness or Christ codes, or you know, this mm-hmm. is really new agey stuff, but it's real. Right. You know, what does that mean? And a lot of people can connect to that kind of energy, which is the heart energy. And so why, why is it so healing is because we are living our lives in our minds. And the hmm. minds bring the worry and the mind believes like with the belief system, what you were just saying of, I can't be in the city because of this hmm. and that and that. Hmm. Yeah, so what yeah, it's yeah. about is creating these sanctuaries, just like you're naturally doing. So give yourself some credit of our, a mother earth, Christ consciousness and, you know, you know, feminine Christ consciousness on the planet within a planet within a plant garden in your community. Mm, it's huge. Yeah, it's absolutely huge if you think about it that way. Another thing yeah. is fertility is like I, I the rate of infertility is going to go up very high, and so mm. women have forgotten how to connect back to Mother Earth, which is our yeah. best example of mm-hmm. fertility that we have here. And so in this next book, I'm teaching women, okay, what does it look like to be fertile? Like what is our sense and how does the sensory system respond to that? So what is, Mm -hmm. when you're really fertile or when you're really an awakened individual or when you are like Mother Earth, all of your senses are heightened. 
Do you know what I mean by that? Because absolutely. And so when you absolutely. teach this, when you teach this to women, you've got to teach them how to heighten their senses through sound, mm-hmm. which are all the ways we awaken. You know, mm-hmm. when, when the when the source starts to come to us to awaken us, they use the source uses sound, smells, sight. You know, like your environmental relations, and so. Mm-hmm. That can be a really part of your healing journey with other women mm-hmm. is how do I, okay, how do I take a room when you become a leader? Cause you're going to be, um, hmm. over a three year journey. So you're, you're going to you. take a room and you're going to, um, create like the environment of that healing, like use the plant energy and use all that, but use, it's also the elementals and also the senses to create mm. that fertility within the room. Right, it's beautiful. Does that make sense to you? Mm. Do you see that? Absolutely. You know, it started with, like, I started, um, I kind of feel that they started to prepare me from above or from down. I don't know. It's like, it's like a really deep thing what's happening to me because I have this, verses coming to me like regarding to the senses and the touch and feeling the nature feeling the cities i have this i'm like a channel i write poems every single day which include the elements which yeah. include water fire everything so it kind of goes through this it's also a channeling but i, I really feel that i'm deeply connected to to deeply connect to awaken and open up my senses yes. and i have this Poems come yes, so to that's you. Really, that's why I'm telling you all this. Mm, so what you, you need to do is um, the best time, whoever's listening, the best time to write, and I mean, there's not a bad time, but really good times, you have to always meditate and write as a new moon and a full moon. So as the feminine mm-hmm. are, are really, and, and oftentimes most women, if you get off the birth control and you'll connect back to your periods, you'll bleed on a new moon. And I, I bleed on a new moon and I, and I, you know, I ovulate on a full moon. Mm-hmm. And if you, once you get into the cycle and connect to the moon, you'll start to see, you'll have a pattern. Yeah. Right. I but then this, on mm-hmm. those days you set up an altar. So on those days you set up, you've got, you, you've got to have all the elements in the altar. So you know, fire, water, earth, right. Mm-hmm. Air. And then mm-hmm. you have to connect to all those and also connect to heaven and also connect to earth. And mm-hmm. then you go into your heart because the Christ and the, that kind of loving energy, it lives mm. inside of the heart. Mm. And you, from there, that's where that things will come through. But the sensory system is a part of the awakening. And yeah. so it's almost like your mind is grasping your sensory system awakening. Absolutely. And your child helped to awaken that sensory system within you because a fully awakened human being doesn't Mm -hmm. see the world like everybody else. There's, it's it's not dense. It's ethereal. Taste is different. Sound is different. Sensations Mm -hmm. are different. And so somebody listening, you might not even know what I'm talking about, but maybe in three years, you'll be like, Mm. oh my gosh, that makes so much sense as I'm starting to hear things or I'm starting to awaken fully. Right. That's right. Absolutely. But one thing I want to say about you choosing the, the positive things about your family. So when I work with people, I often take them up to the seventh dimensional plane and I have them look down and I say, why did you choose your mom and dad? Yeah. And then we go through the good things and we go through the bad things. And I mm-hmm. love that you chose to take the good things and utilize them because that's why you did choose them. Absolutely. And you know, the thing is, I was completely denying them for many years. Like I didn't want to take, I didn't want to pick up a single thing from them because I, I just denied them. I, 
I excluded them. I, I excluded myself from my family and from my roots. So what happened to me that I was kind of suffering through many years because I said no to them. But, you know, saying no to them, no to my roots also means saying no to the good parts. Yeah. But kind of still containing the bad parts. You know, you just can't say no. To, you just can't say no to your heritage. It's not. And also my child taught me how deep you know she has this deep connection with my mother so i'm like seeing them and my inner child is fulfilling herself just by seeing the connection between them yeah i just found myself it's like i have this inner child work going on which is obviously sometimes very painful but but it's but but i decided to, to 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 face my heritage and to embody it you know because that's the main point of embodying it you know so it's a beautiful work it is. Thank you so much for sharing. And, and then you'll have a website up soon, right? And we can put it That's up. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to talk about before we end this recording? Anything else? I just go through my notes for a second. And while she's looking at her notes, I want to let anyone who's listening know that you can find out a ton more information on my website at mysticalmotherhood.com. You can um, purchase the book Mystical Motherhood on Amazon. If you liked this podcast, please leave a review and share it with your friends because it's very helpful to women all over the world. And thank you for listening. But we're going to see if you have any more questions before. Yes, I have something else to add regarding to this plain journey, what you said with your family. So I'm like living in the middle of Europe and it's and Hungary is surrounded by this Carpathian basis. So it's almost like a womb kind of feeling here. So and we have this this sweet water. Um, we have a lot of like a, a huge amount of sweet water underneath the earth. So it took me a long time to actually see why I'm here. And some That's people- a very special place to live. So when you live oh. underwater, the intuition of the area is risen. So if you, so all the sacred places on Earth are have all the places wanted to have water. So uh, this like a, a sitting water is sacred. It carries a specific Absolutely. energy and frequency which upgrades the place. So you like certain castles or certain um, places that are surrounded by water, like Ireland surrounded by water, and it's the feminine energy. And Absolutely. so there's a lot of creativity that will flow through. Mm. Yeah. So I find it very. So I, I would I would I would encourage people to find out, you know, from this plant from this plane why they are born to a specific place with a specific heritage. So yeah, I would I would really encourage them. Yeah, and to even like, well, that and then to even like look at your family. And in the next book, Fertile, I tell them to like, what does the family tree look like? What did who got mm-hmm. raped? You know, why did this person have a miscarriage? And you'll find when you start to work with clients, if you want to do that, like, for yeah. example, I have somebody come to me that's had multiple miscarriage. Like, I, I'll, 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 and then I'll say to them, you've had multiple miscarriages. And you need to go to your grandma and ask your grandma if they had multiple miscarriages. Absolutely. And then they find out from their mom, grandma had three miscarriages too. Well, guess who's going to clear it? That yeah. woman. And Absolutely. so she came in with the destiny of clearing the three miscarriages, had to go Absolutely. through that issues. And I said, well, you don't have to do that anymore. Let's clear you out. Get this memory out of your genetic line because as energy is the same, it's as we're, we're finding with DNA, it's all changed through the belief systems. That's right. And this is what science is proving. So why can't we change it, you know, as a mother now? 
So hmm. teach, and, and you need to start to do some research on behavioral epigenetics, and you need to read a book by mm-hmm. Bruce Lipton, okay? Mm-hmm. And then my book will be out soon, and you can, you'll read that, and it'll make more sense according to the womb and pregnancy. But it's about understanding how the belief systems and the, you'll like this book. Mm. The belief systems, the diet, the thoughts, the emotions, change. they change and program the DNA. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, I hope that helps. Amazing. Great. It was so great to talk to you. Thank you so much for providing the space to share.